Hello, this is Ron Chapman. Feedback is extraordinarily powerful for breaking through and realizing your potential. So it's a real pleasure, as master coaches, for Karen Van Cleve and I to share our experience with you. Welcome to the coaching sessions. Well, hi, Karen. How are you this morning? I am great, Ron. How about you? Really well, thanks. The sun's just creeping in and looks like it's going to be another hot day down south. So we agreed that we wanted to talk about what we've now labeled developmental dialogue, which is what you and I figured out we've been doing. And we got particularly excited because we think there are four reasons for a developmental dialogue. So we're going to have four sessions. And these are titled Finding Your Way. The first is about being lost, those who feel lost. The second is going to be about those who are feeling frustrated about where they are or where they're going. And some, number three, are looking for a roadmap. And there are those who really want to realize something more. We might call this a potential dialogue. And so our experience tells us these are the four reasons we end up doing coaching or mentoring type work. So do you want to give kind of an example for our listeners about what this might look like, this first one, what it is to be lost? Yeah, I think that's a big reason why people come to coaching or need to have this kind of conversation. And the biggest two categories that I see for this are young people who are starting out and maybe they're in a career or not and they're just not sure what they want out of life. Um, They're not sure who they are at this point or what they want to bring to the world. Um, So they might be following the advice or guidance of parents or a counselor or something but they don't have a passion for that. The second major category is someone maybe midlife or in what we might consider a transition. So they found themselves wherever they are in life and they're not unhappy, but they're also not really happy with life and they're not sure where they want to go. So again, it's a a situation where they might not know uh, what they want uh, who, even who they are. We see that a lot in midlife when we've had family or career define us. So mm. those are uh, the, the the categories that I might say, although it can happen to anyone. I, I think it just comes with this sense of I don't know what's next. I don't know what I want. Just just sort of bobbing around in life and, and needing <laughs> both a vision and um, a map. So what are, so, what are you your know, thoughts Well, Karen, it takes me right back to when I was about 32 years old. And this is actually kind of funny because I realized as you described it, this, it, it actually fits both of what you've just described. I was, uh, I was leaving my first career, uh, not by choice, it had been under duress. The good news was I had a great career counselor. But in some ways, Karen, I was young and naive because I never really, you know, I mean, honestly, I had just kind of followed whatever was presented to me. And, and so I, I felt very young, even though I was 32 years old. I guess that is young by some standards. But at the same time, it was clearly a life transition, and I landed very differently. But what it takes me back to, and I want to see what you think of this, is is I was I was talking 
I was talking to their career counselor, who was really great, and she said, she said, Ron, you've just never explored at all. Somebody out there has information for you, really important information. We don't know who they are. We don't know what they have. Your job is to come up with a way to go find them and learn because you just don't know what's out there that will fit you well. And, and so the starting point for that, it seems like to me, and what I'd love you to comment on for starters is, is I mean, I mean, a smart guy, educated, all that, but the truth of the matter is, Karen, I just really didn't know. I had no idea. And so the starting point was simply to begin to find out. Mm-hmm. A beautiful example. Um, and and so you didn't know what you wanted, and then you didn't know how to get there. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> And and I had a similar when I uh, right before I discovered the field of coaching and became a coach, I, I had something similar. I knew I wanted to leave my consulting career, but had no idea I was after 15 years of being so specialized. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, what I was good at, what was out there, and so in that situation, what I did just for myself, and I've taken a lot of other people through this process, as it relates to career, I think um, the first thing is, um, you know, the the, the uh, uh, evergreen statement, know thyself. Um, and ah. so I took myself through a process. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just sort of innately followed a process of uh, what do I like to do? What am I good at? Um, so, so just went internal. Uh, and what I find in working with people is we're so even even though the world has changed so much over the last ten to twenty years with the internet and and how careers have changed, um, people still think in terms of the kinds of careers that are advertised, you know, in Monster or um, you know corporate careers. And um, I think what we have to do first is figure out our own navigational system, our own vision, um, and then based on that, we can start matching it to either what's out there or to create our own. But without uh, without knowing what's in our hearts and in our capabilities, I think our our compass just becomes the very reason we're in this problem <laughs> in, mm-hmm. with, with no direction is we're looking for someone else to set the course for us. So, so how do you feel? How do you feel about this idea? I've got, I, I totally get it. This, this self-assessment step, know thyself. Part of my knowing myself and part of the way I've seen others learn is, so some of this can be assessment, you know, the kinds of profiling stuff, testing the waters, all that. But at the same time, nothing like talking to people about things to find out what's out there to help know oneself. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the idea that that regardless of how one proceeds with these two, that there's a mix of knowing thyself, getting an idea of who you are and what agrees with you, what you might like to be, and similarly, uh, playing with finding out what possibilities there are because uh, if you because if you like sort of holding those two together as part of this initiating process, I I, I guess the point I want to make when when someone says, well, how do we do that? <laughs> my my answer is, well, find a path that agrees with you and just just try something. 
because uh, there's not a right way to go about this that I am aware of, Karen. What do you think of that? I agree with you, and and that's uh, when your counselor said explore what's out there. Um, I I encounter a lot of people, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in in uh, the the third reason about navigating or or finding a roadmap. Um, we so many people say, I, I just want to know the answer, and I want to know the <laughs> path to it. Uh, kind of like the, you know, the grade school model of, you know, just tell me that when I go through a series of steps, I'll graduate at the end. And my, uh, my experience with life anyway is that it doesn't work that way. It's, uh, it is a matter of exploring and discovery and uh, making mistakes and and redirecting and i'm sure you have <laughs> you have certainly seen that in in your you know both personally and and in the people you work with ron yeah so you were using some great language so i'm going to i'm going to steal it right out of your right out of your words so <laughs> so there's 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 know yourself and explore for yourself that those two are part of the start and then what I heard you saying was, or maybe I said this, is pick a coach or a process that agrees with you. Mm-hmm. That's really, and of course, there's a bit of an intuitive assumption there that you'll know what agrees with you. But I, I think it's fair to say, because I've had this experience with clients and with when I've sought out coaches, mentors, teachers, et cetera, is I really do get a sense whether or not I can do business with them or with their methodology fairly quickly. Is that true for you as well? Yes, definitely. And I always do um, a a complimentary session just to make sure we can work well together. Mm. And I've seen Mm -hmm. um, assessments. I've I've used assessments where people say that's nice and it didn't really help them, and assessments where it, creates that light bulb moment where people go, okay, I get it. I get, you know, what I'm about, and I can actually use that moving forward. So I guess that's part of the exploring, too. You have to be willing mm-hmm. to talk to people, try things. Um, the the other thing that I wanted to highlight, too, is, as you were talking about what agrees with you is, um, I, guess, uh, I guess, two quick thoughts. Um, one, that so often we've lived our lives um, just directed by someone else, and so there are there are people who come to coaching who say, "I don't even know what agrees with me." You know, they're so <laughs> disconnected from mm-hmm. their own feelings and desires and wishes, and mm-hmm. so you know that's one step to um, to just. And the only thing I know to do there really is awareness. You know, notice when your energy goes up and when your energy goes down mm. um, in terms of what agrees with you. Uh, I work with so many people who have friends who bring them down, and they don't realize that um, it's okay to have friends that lift you. <laughs> mm. So um, so just, just be aware. And then the other thing it, that I wanted to highlight as part of that agrees with you is to know that you deserve it, that um, you are worthy and deserving of a life that 
agrees with you instead of you having to agree with life. Hmm. I, I really like both of those, especially this first one, you know, that the way you can find out is does it energize you or, or does mm-hmm. it drain you? Uh, if something energizes you, that's probably a good indicator. And then if you can bring what I labeled positivity to it, uh, or if the coach, the mentor, the person who's working with you brings a positive perspective on you and what you're up to, that that too is naturally energizing, right? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Whether it's friends or a coach or a mentor or whoever it is, um, I think uh, I was just reading a a study that when that that, uh, neuroscientists have have um, specifically identified that the more uncertainty that we're under the more the fear centers of the brain are triggered and we tend to go into, we tend to anticipate more of the negative outcomes Mm. when there's uncertainty. And so, you know, and and I thought that was a, a great reason why it's so important to have someone in your life, a coach, a mentor, a friend, a colleague, a partner, whatever, who, uh, it can bring that certainty to you, remind you of, of um, you know, the, the positivity, your strengths, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. so that you can see the positive potential of, mm-hmm. you know, knowing your strengths and exploring and um, finding what agrees with you. So. Cool. So, so that, like, begs the question, and I have a thought. Let's see where you go with this. Because we've basically talked about how you get launched, right? A, a process of knowing yourself, exploring for yourself, finding a coach or a process or a means that agrees with you. But once you've launched, Karen, it seems to me like there are two things that, that a person needs. One is they need a, a, an opportunity to process what they're finding, what they're learning. And they need some ability to test it out uh, as to whether or not it holds something for them, which actually ties back, I realize as I say that, to this, this is the heart of the developmental dialogue. There may be something I'm missing that you're going to add, but the developmental dialogue is, okay, what does this mean to us? Let's process it. Let's talk about it. Let's better understand it. And let's bump it up against something that we can reality test it as to whether or not there's something there for us uh, to, to, to further the process along. Does, does, does that make sense as a next step in the process from your experience? It, it totally does. It totally does. And I, since, since you started this question, I would, I would love to hear your, mm, like, like when you say process it, in your experience with this particular topic, like I don't, I'm not sure who I am, what I want, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. As as a coach, what sorts of questions might you ask that person to help them process? Oh well, I would ask them a couple things. First of all, let me say that this is where having a, a person or a process that agrees with you is so important because you need someone on the other end of that conversation that can play with you in a way that's effective for you, someone that hopefully holds you with value, with regard, et cetera. And and so what I would typically do in these is I would take two different approaches with with a client or uh, someone I was working with. 
the one approach would be to provide feedback to say, for example, um, so they might say, well, you know, I was talking to so-and-so about how I could do this and such, and that feels this way. And I'd say, so, so does that seem to line up with these other things we've learned about you? So I provide a little bit of pushback, a little bit of tension. And then the other is I use inquiry, which is to say, hmm, well, does this remind you of anything? Can you see a similar type of experience somewhere that you could glean a better understanding from? So I, I sort of alternate between inquiry and a, a little bit of assertion to sort of move them along, to put some tension in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that idea of tension, um, I would I would say a couple of things that I do to add to that or complement what you just said is um, sometimes um, a this or that. So sometimes mm. we need a contrast, you know. So, mm-hmm. so you 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 said you're thinking of this. Is it this or that? And mm-hmm. um, that can provide a little bit of tension or perspective. Um, and then the other um, the other thought I had around that was um, when you called it assertion or tension. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know we want something until someone says you can't have it, or um, <laughs> I don't think you're capable of that, or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, and boy, that makes people stand right up and say, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so so providing that 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 tension that almost like that takeaway mm-hmm. or that challenge can help people say no oh, you're right <laughs> not interested mm. or mm. yeah mm. i really do want that so so that puts several really great words into this so so we want a sense of tension we need contrast that is such a good word to describe it is this better than or less than that we need ways of testing these things, and in that we need to be challenged. And so if the person in this developmental dialogue with us is helping us to do those things, we can begin to find out for ourselves what makes sense. That's kind of the punchline, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And and I'm sure there are other strategies that we use that just haven't come to mind right now. Um <laughs> So, so yeah, part of part of that is is getting your thinking. I guess I would call that in terms of processing, getting that clarity of thinking around it. Those little distinctions that can make such a big difference. Mm. And then I I loved your your point of testing it out because I think that's so key. You know, we recognize that as children. You know, one day they want to be a, a fireman, and the next day they want to be a teacher, and the next day they want to be something else. And so children have a great way of testing things <laughs> or testing us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they can test without attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's so key in this idea of imagining a, a future without having to ask the question, how would I make a living at that? Or mm-hmm. um, I could never do that. Um, so mm-hmm. suspend, exploring while suspending judgment about how it might turn out and just have that childlike curiosity. That is a, that is a wonderful 
phrase, exploring while, repeat it for me, exploring while, what did you say, suspending judgment. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really good. That's like what I heard described as equipoise, where we're simply, we're, we're engaged but not judging. So that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a perfect tagline because I want to I want to summarize and then see what you've got to add. But so so what I heard us say is that a developmental dialogue, which is the heart of what we're talking about, is this this alternation between inquiry and tension assertion. We need contrast testing challenge. We need to be able to explore something while suspending judgment. So a, a sort of non-judgmental space. That's the punchline. Now, for purposes of, of being what we've labeled lost, I just don't know where I am or don't know where I'm going. The foundation for getting into one of those is you're going to have to know yourself, however you do self-assessment. You're going to need to do some exploration that kind of coexists with that self-assessment. And then we're really encouraging people to pick a coach or a process or a mechanism or a means that really agrees with you. And I love what you said. If it energizes you, it probably agrees with you. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. sort of a that's sort of a summary of what we've just talked through. Do you have another key point to make before we wrap this up for our listeners? Uh, I love all of those points, Ron. And I guess the only thing that I would encourage to a listener is to remind all of us that life is really short. And so, you know, if if someone is listening and is on the fence about what to do with their lives to please do take take action find a developmental dialogue um with with mm-hmm. someone um because you deserve it and and now is the time so this was our first conversation of four related to finding your way we talked about lost i'm tickled with some of the things we pulled out of this karen and really looking forward to our next session where we're going to talk about being frustrated and what kind of a developmental dialogue that is. So thanks, Karen. It's been great. Thank you, Ron. You've been listening to the Coaching Sessions with Ron Chapman and Karen Van Cleve. To learn more, subscribe at seeingtrue.com. Thanks for listening.